Suddenly 30 is a podcast by Emily and Lily. We are two friends who thought we would have it all figured out by 30. After ticking all the so-called boxes, getting married, buying a home, becoming mothers and navigating careers, we were suddenly 30 and trying to find ourselves in the messiness of modern womanhood. Suddenly 30 will bring you candid, light-hearted and unfiltered conversations about moving through careers, managing relationships, transitioning into motherhood and everything in between. Hello everyone, it's Emily here. I'm on my own today to introduce you to today's episode as Lil is away traveling for work this week, but we promise that we will be back together next week to wrap up the year. Can you believe we are already at the end of 2023? And we'll also be answering all of your questions from our recent Instagram Q&A. Make sure you check out our socials this week to stay up to date with what we've been up to. We'll share my recent girls trip to the Carlisle, Lil's work travels, our outfits and of course our wishlist items which we have many of leading up to Christmas. So let's get into today's episode. In today's episode Lil and I dive into the intricacies of being a working mother and trying to find the balance with it all and we really just have an honest conversation about everything from raising toddlers to getting the laundry done, working smarter and much more. We really hope that this episode is helpful and makes you feel less alone in whatever situation you may be in. Enjoy and we look forward to catching up with you together next week. So I'm excited for this episode actually. Yeah, mother. A bit of a last minute decision but I'm excited. I know, just like threw out an idea and we're like let's just go with it. Let's, yeah, well it's timely for us so I feel like we'll, we'll be able to just talk freely and naturally yeah and I'm also feeling like we need a bit of a we need a mummy episode we do yeah Mm. we need a mummy episode again like people love talking about mothers motherfucker I swear Murphy said I love you this morning I go I love you darling she goes don't. Yeah, and I'm like, that's like, because I say it all the time. So like, she might be getting the noise because I go say Lolo. She goes, yo, yo, like they do. Like, the I noise. feel like this is the age where they start to get yeah. it. Yeah, she's so fucking. I feel like I'm like fully in love with her. Yeah, now. you're like, not that I wasn't before. Yeah, like, but I think it always happens at this age. This is my favorite age. Like nine, ten, eleven months is my. Favorite favorite age they're not at like the bratty 18 month stage yet they're not like newborns like they're starting to become their own person they've got a full personality they're like learning full things but they're not like running everywhere but like they just want to cuddle you i just love it it's the best it's the best best enjoy it because i'm at the age where i'm like yeah i know darling I know exactly that i'm I'm like scared for my life for the next sort of six months like i'm actually scared no, don't be scared. Like I know exactly where you are and it's really hard yeah. because you're going through a massive transition period where all of a sudden you've got a toddler yeah, and you're, you're learning about it because you don't know how to manage it and you don't know what disciplines you're doing. You don't know how to enforce boundaries that you even need to enforce boundaries. Like you're in a massive learning period as is Posey. So yeah. just like remember that, but also know that like after a while, I don't know if this will make you feel good or not. After a while, like, you will just have seen it all and you'll just be like, oh, like, whatever. It won't bother you anymore. Like, it will, like, when they're having spaz attacks, but you won't be like, as like, what am I doing? What's going on? Like, is there something wrong? Yeah, that's what I feel feel like like now. Like, if she does it at the park or something, Luke and I just look at each other like, 
what the heck? Like, what? what no, are we, like, what do we do? You know, you know. You and like realize. Luke's parents said the other day, she was doing it at the cafe, and they were like, "What the hell?" So they like took her out of the cafe around the corner, and like they're like, "We were so embarrassed." No, I don't know. So it, I remember being embarrassed in the beginning, and then like you know when you get like a car, and then all of a sudden everybody has that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that with toddlers. So like for the first couple of times where they have a public tantrum, you're like, "Oh my god, everybody's staring, everybody's judging me," and then. You get over it and then you start to look around and realise everybody's fucking kid is lying on the ground, kicking and screaming. And now I just have like camaraderie with people like in Woolies where they're going skits. I go, oh, how good's this? How good's grocery shopping with like two kids? With a two And they're like, they go, yeah, like, oh, this is fuck. So like it becomes a full thing, you know? And when Sloane started refusing to wear anything other than dress ups and tutus and wings and crowns and fucking heels everywhere, like I could not get it. I cannot get a dress. Then all of a sudden I would like go to the mall or like go to the shops and Every fucking little girl her age is in the an same. Elsa tutu. Yeah. 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 So. I think it's also w- thinking about when you do feel like everyone's watching you and you're like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Actually thinking about how you're responding. Like it's not like if Posey's having a tantrum, I'm not standing there like filming her being like, ha, ha, sucked in. No. Yeah. Like and I'm actually going, responding to her in a way that, I mean, I don't know what's right healthy. or wrong, but I'm trying to respond yeah. to her in the way that I feel is the right way in that time. Yeah. I'm not just exactly. doing nothing about it. Yeah. But also sometimes you might get to a point where, well, you probably will get to a point where there's literally nothing you can do and all you can do is sit there and go, I know, I know it's really oh, hard that you need to put your shoes on and that's okay too. Like I had to relinquish control. I mm. found that really hard. I feel hard. like this is the stage where I need a parenting. I need a manual. I, the newborn stage, I'm like, yep, sweet, I've got this. Yeah, yeah, easy. This stage, I'm Newborn's like, what the hell? easy as fuck. <laughs> I know, I know. But I was with Same. a friend on the weekend who has a four-year-old or nearly four-year-old. Yeah. And she was just the most sweet, beautiful little thing. And I was but like, four is different. This is good. And I, and I yeah. obviously know she went through this hard time yes. through the toddler yes. sort of two ages. And I'm like, okay, there's a light at the end of all of this. Yeah. Like they do get I actually it. think I actually think like 16 to 18 months mm. to two and a half is the worst. Yeah, this is me. This is literally yeah, where I am. Yeah, you're in it. I remember the day it happened to me. I remember the yeah, day. Yeah, I remember you said it to me about Sloan and like you were, like, you were on the plane. You were going to Bali. Yes, it literally switched on the way to Bali. It was fucked. But now like so she's three, just turned three, and like we definitely have like psychotic moments, like mm. probably worse than at 18 months. Like when it's bad, it's really bad. But now like I can kind of talk to her and I've I've finally, after a year and a half of like dealing with this, yeah, worked out how I need to communicate with her in that moment. And like it, and every kid's different. Like I, I think like the key is like if you have a boundary, follow through. Like never ever wane. Like if you say we're going to leave the park and they, they need warnings about everything and, like, mm. they need the plan. So you'd be like, okay, we're going to go to the park and then after the park we're going to leave and we're going to go home and we're going to do X, Y, Z, like whatever it is. Like they mm. like to know what's coming next. And when you say, when you're at the park and you say, okay, we're going to leave in, in two minutes, okay, when I come and get you next, that means we're leaving. And they'll go, no, yeah. no. And you let them go and play for the two minutes and then literally at the two-minute mark go, okay, Posey, we're leaving the park now. And regardless of her reaction, you leave. Yeah. Never wane because that was my lesson that, like, if you go, okay, like, fine, we'll say. They're like, oh, 
So what about when they're younger? Like what about what about when they're like Posey's like seventeen months? I'm I'm like always say to Luke, we need to explain to her what we're doing. We need to tell her what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they know. Yeah, and like she has pretty good like she speaks quite well. Like if you said to her, go over there and pick that up. Yeah, she'll. If I say go over there and pick that up, she'll pick it up. Exactly. Yeah. So she knows. We she have knows this. Exactly we have a trampoline out the back of Luke's parents' place. Not our trampoline, just like in the park. And she likes to go to jump on it. And a few yeah. weeks ago, like this is sort of when like the tantruming sort of first started. Luke took her over there, and then when it was time to go, he said he just like sort of took her off and was like, "Okay, let's go." No warning, and she lost it. Oh, and then he was like, "I can't do this," so he took her back. I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody and, does this. Yeah, yeah, and I said to Luke, did you explain to her what you were doing? Like, did you tell her, we're going to go back now and see mum and go have dinner and blah, blah, blah? And, and he's like, no, I don't think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you explain and, th- like, let it sink in for, like, 10 seconds and then put your hands in them and do it. But also, some days I will do that to Sloane and, like, nothing saving her that day. She's just having an emotional day mm. and, like, it'll be meltdown century. And, like, I see in her eye, like, she knows, like, oh, mum's told me I need to put shoes on. And it's constantly like testing the boundaries, like having this thing of like mum, like every night I go, okay, it's bedtime now. And she knows I have to like warn her about bedtime, like in the lead up to bedtime, like the routine has to be the same. Like she has to know bedtime's coming. Otherwise she's refusing. Mm. And like every time I go, okay, now I said it was two more minutes. It's now time to turn off the TV. We're going to bedtime now and I'll turn off the TV. She every night bolts, bolts and hides and like, yeah. Ah, like screaming and then I just like laugh now because like if I meet her with the same energy like it goes on for hours but I just go don't be silly and then put her in turn she starts like laughing but like that's taken me two years it's like you gotta laugh it off oh but Posey might not be like that Mm, but I guess like they don't have concept of time as well so like you having to talk to her and say like we're gonna do this in like you know next the next in two minutes we're gonna do this but they don't know that like it's seven o'clock it's time for bed. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's why I got the toddler clock. She's probably, Posey's probably a little bit young now, but you could even have it and like, if she does start, I don't know when Sloane started like not wanting to go to bed, but maybe it was like closer to two and a half, maybe mm. two. I don't really remember, but the toddler clock works like visual signals. And even like I set alarms on my phone, like when I go, okay, like we're going to watch TV. And then when the beeping goes off on my phone, that means TV is done now. And like, for some reason, those kind of external visual or like audio visual like cues mm. work really well and like at kindy they do this thing she's in the gum nuts room and they go okay gum nuts time to pack away it's time to pack away pack away time it's time to pack away and we do that at home now and she like if i go sign let's pack away a toy she goes no nah! and if we go all right gum nuts it's time to pack away pack away she's like <laughs> packs away like just turn everything into a musical everything into a musical <laughs> everything into like really positive boundary mm. like don't go don't do that but i fucking do that so badly yeah. I've, I, I to, like, i've been undo. catching myself lately being like no look posy stop it stop stop and yes, i'm like and this this is like, my biggest thing for you if you say hey posy no we don't do that you'd give one warning and then if she continues to do it you insert yourself and stop her doing it immediately because mm. that's the thing that like a physical boundary like you don't have to snatch or anything but you just go in and go I'm going to move you away because you're not listening and you're not stopping yeah. like that is the thing that's worked the most for us but it took Dan and I so fucking long because we would be like Sloan don't throw that don't stop touching that stop touching that Sloan don't touch that and we just keep saying it yeah and no, she's and just, just keeps like touching a broken it. record yeah but I'm like why aren't I getting up and stopping her doing mm. it? Like, you know, mm. 
Anyway. And like sometimes I'll say, Posey, stop, no. Like, or sit, like she'll stand, she stands up in the high chair. I'm like, sit down. And she's just like smiling at me. I'm like, she knows she's being, and like, then I'm trying not to laugh. But then I'm like, just do what I'm telling you. Yeah, so you just go, I'm going to put you down now. You know, so you put her down. Like, I just do, now I do one morning and then like slow and still this morning, I was like, it's breakfast time. Sit up the table. She said, no, I just, I just, I just getting down. She always says, I just. (laughs) I just came down to get my ferry and I said, I'm going to give you one warning. It's time to sit up the breakfast table and eat your breakfast. If you can't sit up, I will come and help you and pick you up, pick you up and sit you down. No, I can do it myself. I can do it myself and runs back. But like I used to have to like a million times like sit back her and up, forth. physically do it. Yeah, and it's fucking exhausting. Yeah. No anyway. one tells you about this stage of parenting and, and perhaps I felt like this coming into like when just becoming a parent – I remember some of the things that happened when Posey was a newborn. I'm like, no one told me that this happened to your boobs. See, no one told me that this happened. I think happened. they do, but I think, like, you just don't, like, not acknowledge it, but you can't, like, actually grasp it until you have a kid yourself. Mm. Like, think about it. You've heard of terrible twos. You've heard of, like, three-nager. You've heard of, like, um, you know, whatever else it might be. Yeah, like, you, like you, we know just about t- tantrums. You've mm. you've heard that, but like you can't actually comprehend what that is. Yeah, until it's your child, and also even if you if I see another child having a tantrum, I have no like visceral reaction to them. Like I just like see a kid having a tantrum, and I'm like, eh, whatever. See, I, I if my kid has a tantrum, the end of the world. Yeah, I, like it's a full body. Like I'm sweating. Like, cause I'm connected. It's to them, stressful, you know? so it feels different. Yeah, like whereas before if someone else's kid. Before I had a, <clears throat> a baby, and even even before Posey sort of transitioned into this new phase, <laughs> I was always if someone else's kid was having a tantrum, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's hectic. My kid will never do no, that. No, no, no. My kid never will say never it be out like loud. That. <laughs> like that. Like that's bad. Not not. I never thought they're yeah, bad yeah, parents, no, but, but you, I'm just like, what go, what oh are God, they doing wrong? They're behavior. obviously doing something wrong that's right. making their kid like that. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Like you literally can't control them. They're just no. They're in a mind of their own, and they just like yeah. lose. It's like they don't even. They can't control. They're not what in they're control. Doing. Yeah, they don't have any control of their emotions whatsoever. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, you're in the hardest part now. It's going to probably be hard for another two years. <laughs> I said to Luke, I was speaking to Luke last night about this with about Posey, and I'm like, was t- telling him about you how you mm. got pregnant with um, Murphy when mm. Sloane sort of just transitioned into this stage, but like you were already pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And no then you're like, okay, back. cool. Now I'm going to have this and a newborn. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Literally, I got pregnant, and then I was like. Oh. Yeah. I said to Luke, I'm actually glad I'm not pregnant yet. Because yeah. <laughs> not that I'm like not that we're yeah. trying, but I'm like, I'm glad I'm not pregnant because I oh need to get through this phase. Yeah, now yeah. that I know what it's now I actually understand how, how hard it is. Yeah. I don't think I could so do hard. both at the same time. No, 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 no. I mean, I kind of was glad that I was like pregnant because I'm like, oh well, like I'm in it now. But now that like now now I've done it and I've had like a, a toddler and a baby, now I'm like, oh, I could easily like I'm thinking about having another one, you know what I mean? So I'm yeah. like, I could easily just like do it now. Like I've yeah. done it, you know? And you just make it work. Like whatever the situation oh, yeah. is, you make yeah. it work. There's my, days where I'm like, My mum, I had, I, I was 14 months old and my mum had my sister. And I'm like, so my mum was not even in the thick of it. Like she had a newborn yeah, yeah, no. and actually had the baby 
being oh a psycho. My oh my god, that's wild. Yeah, but she makes it work. Like you just it do makes it work. Mm. I know. You just live. You live your life. Live, love, love. Going into the office is. I never thought I'd say this, but so much better than working from home because when you're in the office, it just forces you to just only do work. You can't do any house stuff. You can't click into mum mode. No. You, you know, unless like daycare's calling you and saying they're sick or something, yeah. but you can only be at work. Yeah, I, I, I agree great. with that. And like yeah. you just in you you're at your desk, you've got your big screen there, you it, it's just you're you're set up. And yes. I even think like the way that you bounce ideas off the other people in your office. Like if you want to run something by someone, you don't have to send them in half an hour email. Like you're like, and then wait a day oh, for a response. I just what your opinion is on this. You just should be like, hey, what do you think of this? They give you an answer and you've got your answer within 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. I know. Mm. I, I like it so much better. I mean, I don't have too much of that because my whole team like overseas. Mm. But, yeah, being back in the office, just the the change of environment and being in the environment where like you're in the work environment just helps me so much more to click into gear. But I swear like six months ago I was saying I love working from home. I'd never want to go back to the office, but I'm yeah. so happy that we've been forced to go back yeah, a little it is, bit. It is good. The only but I want to maintain the balance. Is the commute. Like I find depending on drive? by the time I drop Posey off to care, then I'm like probably in the car for an hour to get there, an hour to get home, and then I've got to try and get a park and, yeah, oh. it, that, that's what I find hard. Whereas speaking of, I need to book, I need to book parking. Are you, are you driving in today? I always drive in. Yeah. yeah so so do we you, have. Do you have you been doing public transport or are you always driving? No, absolutely not. I'm always driving. Yeah, I'm a princess. I, I would. I mean, if I was going to get public transport to my, where my work is, like I don't work in the city. I work in North Sydney, so it's just not practical at all. I just want to, like, I sometimes have to leave early, like, for the kids, especially at the moment with Murphy. Yeah. Being at home and having, like, shorter days of care and whatnot. But, yeah, like, I just want to get home. I don't want to be sitting on a bus. I want to get I'm in a like car that too. and you just, just want to be, be in your vehicle own. driving yeah. home. I don't want to be around yeah. other people. I don't want to listen to people chewing with their mouth open or blowing Yuck, their nose. sneezing. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. Get away. I mean, I, I did used to like the bus because it's just I don't have to think about it. But I don't know. I, I just think of the buses for pre-children. Once you have kids, I agree. But there's so many adults on there that obviously have kids. But <laughs> yeah, no, I don't this know. This is like the stupidest thing we've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> you only can go on public transport before you had children. Like... Yeah, yeah, it's school. It's for school kids. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Anyway, God. working, being a working mum. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm finding it more difficult this time because. I have two kids or maybe I'm just like in the beginning transition stages of going mm. back to work now. Like I've just gone back. So I'm getting used to it, but it just feels like way more of a juggle this time with two kids. I think someone might be listening going, yeah, duh, you've got another whole yeah, It's kid. a whole other human. Yeah. But it just feels like a different ball game with two kids. And mm. Well, I think you go into the, with one child being a working mum, like it's only one other person you're thinking about, but then you're thinking about like, like two two children with two different needs and then like two potential sicknesses and two like mm, different lunches totally. and everything variables two different variables yeah, yeah exactly. too many variables I know too many variables but I do think the one thing that I I notice in other people that I work with that are mums mm. 
And this isn't to say that people who aren't mums aren't this, like let me just clarify, but I think that working mums are some of the most efficient people I've ever worked with because they don't have time for fluff. Like there's no bullshit. I want to get the hell out of here and pick up my kid from daycare ASAP because otherwise I'm paying a fortune for every minute that goes over. Mm. Um, And I also want to see them and get the bed bath routine, you know, like routine done. So when you're working with mums, like there's just no fluff. There's no like, you know, like talking crap in a meeting and mulling things over and tooting your own horn. It's just like, okay, what are we here to do? Let's make the decisions. There's no time for that. Yeah, there's no time. And I think I was probably so guilty of this prior to becoming mum, like in meetings, just like booking meetings to have a chat about things. And let's just like, you know, I thought I was just like brainstorming and stuff like that. And now, of course, like everybody needs a brainstorm every now and then. But I'm way more like trying to rationalize my time and be efficient with my time at work and go, okay, totally. like, do I actually need to meet with this person and discuss this? Or can I just like make a decision and move on myself? Yeah, like, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's like you respect your own time, but you respect other people's time in a different way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't know, there's something to be said for finding your like camaraderie with other mums at your work that mm. you work with too, because they just get it they just get the balance and yeah. there is like a real community I, I have found at least with mums that I work with that there's such a community where we just like get each other and we're almost like relieved that we have another person that's a mum that understands us so yeah. if I'm like I've got to go home early there's no judgment no there. no or I've got no my kid like, here oh. today because the, like yes. they can't go to kindy because they're sick or they're sick exactly yeah. yeah yeah you just get it but I think before yeah. I had Posey I would work maybe I wasn't working as smart as I do now and I think like sometimes I would work till like nine o'clock at night or like and especially post COVID and you you're working from home so your workspace is in your home space Mm. but sometimes I would work so late and now I just can't do that like I don't have a choice once it gets to five o'clock I'm done it's done I've got to clock on to the next job which is like the bed bath dinner like sorting out the next phase of life but I also Um, think I I agree with you on that and I think part of it might have been and this is purely from me recognizing that I did it was that you because you do have so much time when you mm. don't have kids you kind of have the freedom to just be fluffy with things or take your time with things at work or you know go oh I'll just I'll just work till nine like I'll just I'll just think about this I'll take my time whereas you just need to be Getting shit done, yeah. wiping it clean, moving on literally. when you've got kids. Otherwise, like you just literally will never get. Yeah, it's like done. you value your own time more because, like, after even like mm. I could have been prior to kids, I would be inclined to go and get back on my computer after I've proposed. I, I have to, to do that, but but I so and sometimes, of yeah. course, there will be days and t- like weeks and months where work mm. is just busier, and then there's phases where it's not as busy. But I'm trying. I think just look, coming back into work, I'm trying not to get into the habit of doing that, like, and just yeah. doing my work within the work hours, working smarter, mm. not and working hard, but like yeah. working within the time that I have allocated for work, so that so that the other time that you do have, you're able to still fill your cup, your partner, you with you and your partner, yes. with your friends, like you're still we'll able to down. do all the other things that you want to do. Yeah. Well, and actually to your point as well that you've written here (laughs) being present wherever you are yes like I really struggled with this when I went back with Sloan I felt like I was neither being a great mum or a great employee for a period of time probably all in my head Mm. but 
yeah, I just felt like I wasn't like cutting off my time or like dedicating my time. And if I'm in mum mode, only be in mum mode. Like if I was being a mum, hanging out with Sloan, like during, you know, like after work hours or whatever it might've been, I was still checking my phone and checking Mm. emails. Like, you know, I was kind of half doing things, half and half. And that is just a recipe for burnout. I think I remember just being so exhausted and feeling like I'm being a crappy mum, being a crappy employee. And when I just this time, when I've gone back, I decided, no, like if I'm at work, I'm at work. I'm trying as best as I can to completely shut off thinking about the kids where I can. Obviously, like sometimes you just do not have the luxury to do that. No. But and also going into the office was a big thing for me. I've made the point of going into the office now three days a week so that I know that when I'm in the office, I'm just being Lily, the employee, and I'm just focusing on work. And then when I leave and I clock out of work, I'm being a mum. And only mom, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not taking calls. I'm not taking after work meetings until they're in bed. And of yep. course, like sometimes my, my job does call for needing to have late night calls or, you know, catch up on something. Yeah, um, It's just the nature of people's jobs. Like you can't always expect that at five o'clock it ends. Like sometimes it just doesn't. And no. you can have a boundary. Like I've got healthy boundaries with work where, hey, like during these hours, I'm MIA because I need to do my kids stuff. Yeah. And then afterwards, like I can, I can clock back on, but that has been really helpful to just have those clear lines and boundaries with work. And so that I feel like I, you know, I am being a really good employee in Mm. these hours because all I'm doing is thinking about work. And then when I'm being a mom, I'm like very present for them as much as I can be, of course. Yeah. But but whatever you're doing, you're got, you're a hundred percent in, if I'm in mum time, I'm a hundred percent in mum time. If I'm in work time, I'm in a hundred percent work time. If I'm with Dan time or like Luke time, it's their time. Like you've got to really, you've got to prioritize and sort of like block out and bank your time so that you can be a good version of yourself and you can give yourself wholly to those situations. Yeah. And I think that's a learned skill. Yeah, like when I think totally. why I wasn't like that with Sloan, I'd never been a working mum before. You don't know how to, yeah. Like I don't yeah. know how. And also she was born in COVID. So we mm. were still working from home full time. Yeah. And so the lines are just naturally are really blurred. But I think you have to learn that skill and learn by trial and error really mm. of how to actually do that, Yeah. Um, you know. Some people at my work have in their email signatures will have a little note that says my work hours are flexible you may be receiving this email outside of work hours but there's no expectation that you do reply like so if you are sending an email at nine o'clock or at night or six o'clock in the morning just because you're getting an email at that time doesn't mean that there's an expectation that you respect that your your team or the person that you're emailing responds and I think that's actually I I don't have it in mind but I actually think it's Mm. a really good thing to put in yeah so that for for your own sake Mm. and also yeah it makes like if I receive that in email and I'm like okay there is no expectation that I do reply Mm. to this right away I can get back to them within hours because prior to going on maternity leave and coming back to work I would if I got an email at nine o'clock I'm like yep got a reply straight away yeah even though it's out of work hours I'm already clocked off for the day I'm like oh I may as well just do it (laughs) I know and I and now you can't no it's not always as realistic but I, I like that as well and then some people I've seen as well actually like right at the beginning hi like hi Lily by the way, like I'm sending this because I'm working on the weekend, no expectation for you to like, please do not respond until the weekend, blah, blah, blah. Like that's good as well, I think, because sometimes, you know, 
like having it in the email signature, you're like, okay, do you really mean? Yeah, do I actually? You really yeah, mean this? Do you mean it or? I know. And this is probably like, I don't know if everybody thinks like this, but this is such an the overthinker in us too mm. that I'm thinking, oh, they're oh, working sometimes on Sometimes I like just put it in the draft and I'm like, oh, I'll send it on Monday. And I'm like, no, I just want to, all I want to do is send it now. I just want to get it out of my, like, out know, of my draft and into somebody else's inbox yeah. where it needs to and be. And so if you want to do that on the weekends, then preface it by saying, I'm just working on the weekends. There's yeah. no obligation. Please do not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is such a learned skill and a a hard, a hard juggle. Like sometimes I think back to things that I used to say, working like, oh, I'm so busy at work. Or like before kids, I was so busy. No. You don't even know busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, you can be. It's all relative and totally. it's only your experience. So like it's not to take away from anybody who doesn't have kids. Like obviously you can be busy at work, but I just laugh at my old self thinking that I was like run off my feet and really busy prior to having kids. And I also laugh at my old self of when I just had Sloan and I was like, oh, my God, this is hectic. This is so busy. But it's it's nothing compared to two kids <laughs> and working full time. But it but it is like I don't want to invalidate your experience. But I'm just laughing no, at myself I know, I know. that I thought I was like, oh my god, I'm so busy, and I was. I am. I was really busy. But then experiencing two kids and working, I'm like, oh, this is something else. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally it's totally relative, rel- relative, yeah, relative, relative. Yeah. Um, to whatever your situation is, and like. I think back to work life before kids and I'm like, it it was busy. Like Of course. And I don't yeah. know if I took on more or but for some reason it was or maybe I just didn't work as smart as I do now. Yeah, that's like what I mean. Just, I think mums need to get so efficient or maybe it's just like cutthroat in decision making. I think for me, I used to be I think I used to spend a lot of time mulling things over or overthinking or second guessing mm. and wanting something to be really perfect before I sent yep. an email or really perfect before I completed the task, whatever that might have been. Whereas I don't have the luxury to do that now. Otherwise it'll be days on end of totally. me thinking about things. And so now I just have to make a decision like do something, send something out, whatever it might be, just do it and then learn from it if it didn't work out as long as it's not like, you know, going to impact yeah, the company. Yeah, I'm like this too. And like I, I'm, I'm only working at my main role three days a week. So like if I, if I have something that I'm mulling over on a Thursday, I'm it's not, not going to be back there until – I'm not going to be back there till Tuesday. So I'm like – Oh, oh, I need If I'm like, oh, do I send this email? Is this draft good enough? Like it ha- is this mm. what I've written, you know, good enough to send – I need to just send it because like yeah. if I don't send it on the Thursday, I'm losing potentially like three days of for somebody mm. to give me feedback. It just actually, drags this out is a the really process. Good, this is a really good topic that I want to ask you because I think we're actually a great case study mm. for you work how many days a week? I work four. Yeah, so you're technically part-time yeah. and I work five days a week. Would have been better if you worked three. Can you just say you work three? I'm kidding. <laughs> well, uh, yes. But, okay, I work three. No, I work. <laughs> I do work four though. So, Yeah, you do work four. But it would be interesting, I, I think either way, like you do work one less day a week. Yeah, me, yeah. So that's fine. But I, I made the decision both times to go back five days a week because mm. from other mums that I had spoken to in similar careers to me, I think this is very like, dependent on the type of job or work or company that you work for because obviously everybody's expectations of like what their managers support and all that kind of stuff is going to be very different but on a whole from the other mums that I asked about that had gone back three days a week Mm. or even four days a week 90% of them said to me you know my pay got 
docked like X amount. Yeah. But I felt like I was still working the five days. And also the timelines, and this is the piece that made me go, no, I'm going back five days. The timelines of the projects that I work on, right, they're, they're the same. Those dates, due dates, how long things take to develop, you know, with working with other creative teams, how long that takes to come to fruition, yeah. like their deadlines, my deadlines, none of that changes. You don't but- go and, you don't go and get double the amount of time because you're only doing three days a week, say. Exactly. Yeah. And everybody else's timeline stay the same. So I was just trying to do the bath mm. and going, how, how could I possibly do my job in three days a week? Like yeah. I, obviously I could, well, I but like a lot those of people, three days a week would be hectic. Yeah. I but I think a lot of people end up doing a full week of work in three days. So they do w- so what they paid. were yeah. delivering before in five days, they end up delivering in three days. So and then not getting it paid begs the, the question, are we being inefficient or are they are they working a five-day week but in three days? Like are they working that many hours in mm. three days, do we think? I don't even know if it's that many hours, but it's definitely. Because that, that, that was the consensus when I spoke to people that like, yeah. I ended up working overtime because I couldn't get my job done or they went back another day. They, they did four yeah. days. Yeah. And that's sort of uh, where I'm starting to sit now. Like I'm like, oh, do I take on another day? You'd go back full-time potentially I would want to do full-time like for the same reasons that you've just explained I'm like why why would why wouldn't I I can give more to my and like to my own professional development I can give more to that um I can actually deliver more in terms of and and also not put that pressure on myself like when I when I sign off on Thursday I come back on on um Tuesday and I'm like I haven't been on for five days it's like you have not been active for five days I'm like that's well, just, it's only it's only two business days. I t- only two business days, but it mm. is just like a long time. Between yeah, it is work. a long time. Yeah, it um, is. It's like going on a holiday every week. Yeah, and <laughs> I care about my career. Like I, I know there's going to be a point in my life where I no longer need to ha- work part time or want to work part time. There's going to be a point where I want to work full time and I want to continue to like my career will be my mm. focus. And my, yeah. right now, my my focus is pulled between having two. a good career and then also. Mm being a good mum and like mm-hmm. I know you'll you would be the same mm-hmm. um but you don't want to let go of the career side of things because that one day when your kids go to school opportunities yeah, exactly. you have down the track exactly mm. it, it it absolutely does but I totally yeah. I totally agree with you and a lot of people I've had that same conversation with where they're like you just end up doing a five day five five days of work in three days and you're not yes. getting paid for it and and sometimes that you can be okay with that if you would rather that and be spending the time with your kids. And that's totally. not to say I don't want to spend the time with my kids. I absolutely would love to spend every day. With, actually, that's a lie. I'm not going to pretend like that. I love my kids so much, but I don't want to spend 24-7 with them five mm. days a week. Like I need to fill up who I am, Lily, the individual yeah, as well. And totally. I, I get fulfillment out of going to work and achieving things in my personal life mm. outside of being a mum. So, And they also get fulfillment out of going to care. Like if they're going yes, to daycare, and seeing they're them learning, make they're making friends. Yes. Creating art, learning things. And, of course, you can do that at home and I know a lot of mums do that at home with their kids and like hats off to them honestly like it's hard work and Mm. just like respect for everybody on every end but for me and my family this makes the most sense to us and and I I wanted to get your perspective on 
if you felt like the four days a week is is a good balance for you and and how do you how do you like it what do you what do you feel like you're missing out on because obviously mm. I'm five days a week and I've only ever done five days a week so I've I've never done a part-time thing I've either been not working at all because I'm on maternity leave mm. or I've been working full-time that's it yeah I I really like the four days and I look forward to Fridays like Fridays is like our day where we do stuff around the house we go to the markets we like I I I like working four days and I really enjoy that one day that we get just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Luke also works six days a week. So he'll mm-hmm. work Monday to Friday and then he'll also work Saturdays. And so he works really hard. And so it's definitely tricky but like to mm-hmm. navigate and balance it all. But for, for us and our family at the moment, it actually, it's, it's working. And I think if I didn't have the Friday at the moment, I'd feel like I was losing control of the house which is something that I feel like needs to be in order for me to feel it's a priority sane. like yeah. like the washing just I sort of just I feel and maybe it would be different if I was working full time but I sort of let everything build up and then I'm like oh it's fine I'll just do it on Friday like mm. the washing piles up like there's there's stuff to go away I need to do a food shop like there's just a million yeah, and one you've things seen to the do. pile of washing that's on my bed every time you come over <laughs> I don't think I ever don't have a pile of washing to put away. Yeah. Is you it, know, the is one that thing normal? that, yeah, it's normal. It never ends. And I think the one thing that's helped us, so it might help you, is mm. we do a load of washing every day. Yeah, I need to start doing One load this. a day. We, we put it on in the afternoon and then, um, yeah, we put it on in the afternoon and then when we get home we, like, either put it in the dryer or hang it out mm. or we, I saw this TikTok hack, so we're going to start doing this now. We put it in the barrel at night before we go to bed and you can set a delay timer ah. and delay the timer so it starts at, say, like 5 o'clock in the morning. So then when we get up at 6, oh, the load is finished and idea. we would hang it out then, yes. That's exactly. a good idea. So it's not sitting in there wet all Yeah, night. all disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that's why we But how do you honest, decide? We... Like so I like to do blacks, whites, colours, Luke's work clothes, Posey's clothes, towels, Posey's towels. Like I have so many loads. How do you decide what Separate to do? loads. I like well, to I do towels all in one, like mm. all bath towels go all in one, and then we do lights and darks. Yeah. Do you do colours? No, like what would you um, put that blue shirt you're wearing in? This would go in darks. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, like I, I my do other, lights, my darks, basic colors. one. That's, no, 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 no. I do like if it's a light colour, mm. like this would go in darks because it's quite intense. Mm. If it's a light colour, like Sloane's yellow dress, you know her little mm. – yellow dress like that would go in my whites it's fine right so do you wash the girls clothes with your clothes absolutely yeah we don't use different detergent no we use the pods what are they called the omo pods yeah they're great don't have to pour anything into a cup i just fang the pot in i obsess with them and yeah we just do basically it's just towels is a separate load darks and then whites and we yeah, do a wow. load maybe every i need day. to start washing posies clothes with our clothes Yes, I don't know so, why you're not. So I just easier. have to, I when she was when she was well, I guess before, when she was in utero, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought this washing detergent from. Coles. I know everybody does it. It's a like wear, and it, it's called a wear, and it just smells like th- these beautiful, like rosy. It's like rose hip oil. It's just it just and musk and musky flavors yeah. and. For some reason, the smell of it just takes me back to when she was a newborn. Okay, darling, just get essential oils, right? <laughs> just get a candle, honestly. Just get a fucking candle and make your life easier and put her washing in with your washing. Yeah, yeah. 
It, it is. I like so. Then on Fridays, so on Thursday night, once I've clocked off work, I we have we have multiple washing baskets that usually yeah. I'm like the reason we have the multiple washing baskets. I'm like this one's for Luke's work clothes. This one's posy. This one's the lights and darks that I sort mm. out. It all just ends up going into all three of them, and then. I have multiple washing baskets, like smaller ones, and then I put them all out and then I put – then I sort – divvy it all out so that in the morning for Friday I'm ready to go for washing day. Oh, my God. But I Why end up you honestly, start that night? I literally have – I often do. I often will mm. put a load on that night. But I literally have eight loads to do. I'm not even yeah, being no. sarcastic. See, we, we do – I mean, I would do like honestly at least seven loads a week. Because we do a load a day, yeah. We do a load okay. every single I needed, day. I need but to that's, start doing that way. A load you keep on top of it, and it also then like the pile that you need to. And I'm not good at this because we're good at like washing machine dryer slash hanging out, and we're not great at bringing like we'll bring it inside, obviously, and then it stays in a pile on our floor. Mm. Well, that's something we need to work on. But then the pile, technically, if you were to fold and put away that pile that same day. The piles are so much smaller. It's not like this yeah. big, humongous job. I need to start doing this. Luke's really good at it. Like Luke will just like go and get the hangers out of the cupboard. He takes them in front of the lounge and he hangs everything up and then he's like, okay, here you go. This is all your stuff hung up. Put it in your cupboard. Well done. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, well, it's Dan's, it's Dan's task after we did that fair play book. It's yeah. Dan's is card. It, and so- has, has he held it? Yeah, yeah, he's holding it. Um, mm. We're just both shit. Well, we're we're both in charge of the folding and putting away. But so oh, he does so he, like the loads, oh. so he'll like so take things into the laundry, spray them with sard, put them in the loads, move it through to the dryer, hang out if needed. Where it fall, the wheels fall off. Yeah, is after it's been dried. Yeah, bringing it in and folding and putting away. That's where yeah, it kind of falls off sometimes. Yeah. But do you think that's because you're involved in it? Do you yeah, think probably. You, did you think <laughs> no, not because of you, <laughs> but more meaning like if you just gave that whole card to him and were like your laundry and you're also put it like you're washing, drying, and you're also responsible for putting away. Do you think that that would make that card be more complete? No, because I think for the most part he actually does ninety nine percent of it ninety nine percent of the time. But I think as you know, just the the size of the laundry tasks, mm. like it's just it, how? It's even hard. I don't understand I don't know. how. I don't know. I'm like, it's like some... traffic. How does traffic occur? Mm. It's the same thing, mm. but with laundry. This is a random question, but mm. do you do you put your kids in the same? Like, do you put, put do you put the, them in fresh pajamas every night? No, unless um, if if it's clean, like because mm. obviously they'll eat their breakfast in their pajamas. Murphy's in ten new outfits a day just because of her age. Yeah. Um, and just getting Drag food everywhere. The floor like, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, she's just filthy. But um, Sloane, as long as she doesn't spill her breakfast mm. on her pajamas, she'll wear the same ones. Yeah. So I, I need to stop this. I don't know why I've just done it since Posey was a newborn. Put I put her in a fresh wonder suit every night. Well, she's still kind of at that age. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm Sloane, but I could Sloane put her in the same was... wonder suit tomorrow night that I did last night. Yeah, if you it's clean. absolutely could. Yeah. Don't make yourself. Yeah. If it's clean and fine and smells fine. Mm. I think when Sloane turned two, we got her like three sets of pajamas because this is the rule. Mm. And this might help you. There's always one in the wash, one in the cupboard, and they're wearing one. Yeah. So you only need three of things like that. So yeah, we got her three pajamas, and at that point, when she got three pajamas and she was like out of wonder suits, um, was when we didn't 
put her in yeah, any one. Yeah, but then also night. if you only have three, it's like up to you to then make sure you're washing. Yeah, enough. that's the whole point. Yeah, mm. exactly. Because sometimes then, I'll get to that, like Posey has heaps of wonder suits and then sometimes I get to the end of the week and I'm like, Cool, Cause I'm like, because you haven't done the washing. They're yeah. all in the wash waiting to be yeah. washed on Friday. But wouldn't you rather just do a load of washing every day yes. than need to buy seven wonder suits? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm an idiot. No, you're not. You're, not. you're just figuring no, we're it just out. Still like learning. you've never had to. Me, before I had kids, Dan and I would do one load of washing a week basically because we no. I would only wear black at the time. <laughs> so, and he only wears black basically. I, I, that is, and we did one load of washing. Like I can't stuff. imagine you just wearing black all the time. Uh, yeah, I went through a stage. I went through a stage. Yeah, where now I was like, I'm not about wearing you wearing anything. a lot of yeah. black. Yeah, I'm, I've, I'm. Look, I'm wearing blue today. Mm. Yes, yeah, so I did am try I. A red linen shirt yesterday. Look at us. Look at us in our suddenly thirty new uniform. Mm, we're in color. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I like that shirt. I did try on a shirt like that in Elka Collective yesterday. Elka Collective? Oh, yeah. Mossman. Did you um, go shopping yesterday? I needed to pick up. I had bought literally four months ago, I had bought ornaments from Papaya in Mossman. I ordered them in and then I just forgot to go and get Oh, stop them. it. And then I went back to work and then I kept forgetting did to go Did you put them, them on the tree? Yeah, I put them on the tree. I was speaking to one of our friends on the weekend and she was like, oh, I was listening to the podcast last week and she's like, when you guys did the decorating episode, it just made me realise you two have a problem with spending money. <laughs> she's like, Stop. you guys, like, she's like, yeah, the clothes, whatever, and like the things, but she's like, and then it just suddenly moved into purchasing Christmas decorations and I'm like, what the hell? Like, you guys really? have a problem. And I'm like, no, 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 we don't. <laughs> we absolutely kidding. do not. <laughs> we do. But we're not the only ones. I, th- I think I have, a whole new, <laughs> I have a whole new wardrobe after Black Friday. I'm so jealous. I don't. I've really been trying to make myself. I did David Beckham. I, I became oh, David Beckham yesterday, yes. And I planned out my outfits. This is one of them. Yeah, show me the bottoms. Oh, cute. I love. I'll, I'll take a picture. Is that a new skirt? No, no, no. I've had this for ages, but I almost got rid of it because I didn't know how to wear it. Every time I put it on, I'm like, I feel like I'm mm. like too girly. You know how one of my words is feminine? I yeah. just felt way too girly. And then I just feel like I'm like, I need to put like a shirt over the top mm. of it. And now, you're um, not, and now you're not so and girly. And sneakers. Yeah, and now it just feels good. Yeah. You put together your outfits really well. Like I'd never look at you and be like, oh, she doesn't look cool. You reckon? No. But do you think I'm like my three words? Yes, you're your three words. I don't know. I just, I don't know why. Like sometimes when I'm wearing a skirt like this or something, I just feel, I I don't know what it is. I just don't feel right in it. Mm. Is it the long skirt? Yeah, it's uh, no, it's not because it's long. I don't know what it is. It's like not that I don't like. I I'm like, oh, it's a nice outfit, but I'm like, this isn't cool. You look cool. Since we've been like, talking about this, since we've been talking about the three words, I feel like I've been way more conscious of what I'm wearing mm. and styling my outfits, and I honestly feel like a different person. I'm not. I'm not even being like. I'm I not even over exaggerating. I actually feel like. 
I'm more than just a mom. I'm more than just a girl in exercise clothes. I'm like, I actually, you know what? I actually thought that like your like overalls, overalls pick the other day, like it's just giving me that vibe. Yeah, I just, I just felt like you're just feeling good in I your clothes. I just feel good in my clothes. And I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm ridding myself of the stuff that I'm not work yeah. like, that's not working for me. Yeah. And everything I'm buying, if I, I I know I have done a bit of shopping lately in the Black Friday sales. <laughs> just but a everything smidge. I'm just a little bit. <laughs> but everything I'm buying feels me and it feels purposeful. I'm not I don't feel like yeah. I'm impulse. I'm, I mean, I definitely have done some impulse buying, but it's impulse but buying impulse with within your category. Yeah. Which and it's like I know I feel like I know my style a bit more now. Like I can walk I, into a shop and see something, and I know this is yeah. probably normal, but like I can be like, "Oh, that's me." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I whereas, know. like, I might have walked in previously and be like, "Oh, I like that," but it's not actually me. You can like yeah, something, you like it because you've seen you. it on someone else or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. this is such a big, a big. No, I don't I feel like no one talks about this. I feel like when you become a mum, like as we've mm. said in some previous episodes, your identity completely changes, but also you go through this whole phase of not identifying with your wardrobe anymore mm. and trying to I don't know, I don't know what it is like someone needs to articulate this properly because I'm shit at it but all of a sudden you just want to dress differently obviously for practical reasons like what you're spending your time doing changes mm. but also just your whole being of like how you identify how you feel how you want to feel in your clothes completely changes yep. When you become a mum, I can't put it down to anything other than becoming a mum, like why I've experienced this. Mm. And I'm three years in, two children in, and I'm still trying, like I've just said to you, I don't know, like I I know this outfit is nice. I like it, but I just still don't feel 100% There's like something about it. it. Like it's still just not 100% me. Yes. And then my mom keeps saying to me, it's because you don't feel 100% yourself, Lily. It's not the clothes, which I do agree to a point. It's probably... I'm not really sure a hundred percent like who I am. Yeah. Mm. I'm, you know, I'm it's still, I'm also postpartum. Like yeah, you're there's a lot of journey. identity. Yeah. I'm postpartum second time around. I just think it's the same. Like mm. you still yeah, go through identity Yeah. It's like a, it's a complete crisis. identity shift. Yeah. Even if you've got a kid before, like mm. there's another one that happens. Mm. I think, like I've said before, I thought I was like a cute mum of one. Now I'm like, okay, I'm a proper mum now. Like I'm a mum of two. Like that's proper. I'm not a teen mum. Could be passed as a teen mum. No. I'm legit now. Yeah. <laughs> so you stupid. are a mother yeah you know and so it's yeah I feel like it needs to be talked about more and also it might seem trivial to some but actually it is a really big deal how you're showing up in the world and how you're dressing mm. and it is important and I'm so glad that you said that you're feeling like you're ridding the stuff that doesn't work for mm. you and you're now feeling like a different person it, I actually I actually do like I honestly feel like the three words has changed my life what do you think about it has has changed your life? I just think that it's create it's it's allowed me to identify my style. Whereas like before I was just like I had all these different pieces of clothes in my wardrobe and I'm like, oh yeah, those jeans are cool or that top's cool or but it's allowed me to identify what actually works with for me and what works for mm-hmm. my body and what do I feel good in. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I just I'm like I feel like style now has like the, and what I'm choosing to wear has become a part of my identity I don't know it's really really I strange I love this fear yeah I love it and I feel like I can shop better for myself now and shop That's better good. for my body mm. I don't know I don't know I don't know if it's all in my head but it, it is all of this is all in our heads mm. but that doesn't matter it's having an outward effect on you so mm. Mm. 
I'm loving it. I'm loving, I'm, I'm loving it. And I feel like it's making, it actually makes my days more enjoyable when I, when I get dressed in the morning and I feel good in my outfit, I'm like, I love this. Like, yes. Leaving the house, the pep in your step. I think so. You can actually book sessions with Alison. I really want to do one. I think I want to book one because I've been on this journey for three years now and I just need her, the expert to just help me understand why I'm still struggling with it. It's not that yep. I'm struggling to get dressed, but I just, I, I think I'm almost there. I'm the adding the feminine word in and like wanting something to feel a little bit more like girly yep. is good. I think I'm close, but there's still just something that I don't know what it is. Mm. I can't quite figure it out. And maybe it's that I have gaps in my wardrobe because a couple of years ago, I literally culled every single thing that I own and now I'm just trying to build back like a But do you ever look back and think, oh, where are all those pieces? I wish I still had them. No, I don't even know what I culled. Yeah. So, but That's all good. I know is that I got rid of so much stuff mm. that I'm sure there was stuff in there that I should have just kept that. Like it was, it was just like plain. Mm. I Sometimes I go through boxes where I like cull <laughs> stuff and then I'm like, oh my God, I love that. I'm like, going to get it back out. And I, you don't actually love it. It's been in a box no, no, for two no. years. <laughs> yeah. Like you yeah, don't love it. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what I've thrown out. I, I definitely think that you should do that. That you should do some the styling session yeah. with Alison Borstein. I think you I, it would change your life. Yeah, not I that know. I'm like I'm like I'm yeah. speaking like I've done it. I haven't, but I just think the way you speak about what you're wearing, how you're like, I just don't feel cool. Like there's just something about it. Yeah, what is that? I mean, I always don't. I mean, maybe we and never. But is it feel is cool. it the outfit or is it that? But when sometimes when I put on outfits, well, I feel cool and I go, the styling, yes, this is me. Do yeah, the styling she'll, she'll session. And if it's not, if, if that if doesn't it's not solve that, then I'll just go to therapy. Then you need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's far just out. freaking exhausting. Anyway, whatever. Who That's cares? funny. Um, oh, I care. I obviously care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's like you've identified that's important to you and that's yeah. okay. The other thing I want to talk about is you don't have to do it all. And did you see, again, on TikTok, every episode I mm. mentioned something I've seen on TikTok, it really is a great Every time I open my TikTok app, I have a message from you sharing oh, something. Don't. I'm going to sound like I'm addicted to it. But, you know, um, Emma Greedy or whatever her name is, the girl that started Good American. with the She's yep. always the yeah, yeah, yeah. partner with yep. the Kardashians. Yeah. She was on a podcast talking about just the fact that she's I think she's got three kids and obviously she's started Good American, Skims, a couple of other Safely, what a, a bunch yeah. of the Kardashian businesses she's basically she's, like the partner or wow. like came up with the concept and then they are like the face of it obviously. Yeah. Anyway, and he asked her some question around, you know, how do you have it all? Like you've got kids and then these huge business and you're mm. flying internationally and whatnot. And she admitted and said like you can't have it all I'm not the mum that's there at every recital that my Mm. kids are performing at I'm not the mum at the school gate picking up my kids every single afternoon and like that's okay because I hope that my kids will look at me and see that I pursued something that I was really passionate about and working on a business and gave them a life of international travel and, you know, whatever it is. And that I hope that that instills in them that they should go after something that they really want in their life. Mm. And it was so, so, it was two things for me. One, it was a relief to hear that you actually can't, you can't have it all. No. And people that have it all, you're looking at them from the outside being like, oh my God, they're doing it all. 
but yes. they're not doing it all. But like, admitting sometimes she's not there at the recital. Yeah. But, but but then my other feeling that I had was, can we talk to kids? I want to talk to a kid that's now a grown adult. Mm. I guess they will never have known any different. So how can they compare to anything? Mm. But I want to talk to a, a kid who's now a grown adult whose parents were in a similar position to Emma, let's say. Mm. She's a, in a pretty unique position, like, but someone who just pursued like a normal ass job. Mm that's parents like weren't there all the time or weren't there picking them up like do, do they feel that way about their parents like because you know how she said I hope that they grow up and see that I pursued something and I dedicated my life to something and I was really passionate about it mm. and that they it, it motivates them to want to do that same thing like I want to know what the end result is because I'm sure any mum can understand that you it's easy for us to tell ourselves these things of like you know I, I work full-time like I'm talking from experience now I work full-time because my career matters to me or feeling like I have a sense of achievement or learning new skills that all matters to me a lot as Mm. a person even prior to having kids but I I do worry sometimes that will my kids grow up and and think oh I was in care like five days a week but how do you know do you know what I mean yeah I know know. and I I wonder like like something's got to give it and it's just you prioritizing what's important to you it's like okay do I focus on my career also be an amazing mum have my kids in care or do I not have a career be at home full-time with my kids don't send them to care well this is the thing you have my to prioritize what's priority in- yeah my, my number one priority is raising happy healthy secure kids exactly however no one can tell you if by me working five days a week means that I'm not going to raise happy healthy secure mm. and loved kids do you know what I mean totally so- Totally. So why does one one plus one equal two? Like why does one not equal the other? No one can really tell you that. No. And you can only know when you go down that path. And the, But the other thing that this makes me feel a sense of relief a little bit as well is until I had kids, I thought my entire life that my mum never worked because mm. she was always there picking us up at the school gate. Like she was always there to pick yeah. us up in the afternoon. And until recently I was like, yeah, you never worked. Like. I said, I said this to mom when I was going back to work. I said, you never worked. Like, what was that like? You know, you were always there for us. I'm feeling like, what am I going to be like for a mom? And mom said to me, what are you talking about? I worked your whole life. I was just there picking you up for school. So to, in my mind, she I just thought she working. was sitting at home. Yeah, she was working was. because, she, yeah, she absolutely was. So that that made me feel a little bit better that <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah. My parents worked my whole upbringing and, like, they were still, they were fortunate in, like, a lot of their working life that they – had their own business or they worked in a job that was flexible so like if they did want to come to a school presentation they could be there or a concert or they needed to pick me up from school and if it wasn't them picking me up because they had work it was my grandparents or somebody else like you just you 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 make it work and Mm. you make it work with the support that you do have and I think in today's society especially a lot of parents are working parents because Mm -hmm. It's expensive and it's hashtag inflation. Hashtag inflation. <laughs> but when we were growing up, it was more common for sometimes one of the parents to not have to work or not or choose not to work. Whereas mm-hmm. now I feel like it's more common for both parents to be working parents. Don't you think? Yeah, I definitely think it's it is it is becoming more common for multitude of reasons. One women want to work Mm. or 
like sometimes want to work more now. We have more understanding and knowledge of like financial equality, career equality. There's been more of a drive towards things like that. And then also the cost of living is different, like trying to run a um, pay a mortgage on one income, the cost mm. of daycare, all of these different even things. Even if you were just renting, like it. even if you don't have a mortgage. Yeah, it's exactly. Just, yeah, like just, just the cost of living mm. in general has increased. But I think we also have learned, like at least our generation might have learned from our parents' generation if our mums weren't working, at least you know, my mom always instilled in me, like always work and earn your own yeah. money and, you know, have a sense of independence. That's really important. So I think there's been like a lot of those conversations passed down to our generation and we will probably do the same to our kids. And that's maybe the reason why we see more working mums mm. or, or both parents these days. But yeah, it, it is just part of life. But it I don't is. know. I think, all, all I think for me, say, like it's yeah. twofold, like part of me, yes, I want to have a career and I want to have my own independence and I want to contribute to my, the sector that I work in. Mm. But then the other part of me is that I actually don't have a choice. If I wasn't working we financially wouldn't be able to pay our mortgage. We wouldn't be able to put the food on the table that we eat. We actually couldn't do it. And also for my, me personally, financially, when I look, when I think back to when I was on mat leave, the hardest period for me was when we were on one income and none of the income was coming from me. Mm. And I know that we made that what, decision. For you mentally? Uh, yeah, it was a, it was a it was a mental thing. It wasn't it like, wasn't. I'm not contributing like those kind of feelings. Yeah, like it wasn't like Luke was like, "This is my money, and you know you're no. not earning it, and this is how much you get a week." It was not like that at all. It was like mm. what he was earning was ours, and we'd made that decision as a family to have a child, and I knew that I was going to be having a period of time off work that was unpaid, but it was me mentally the the thought of not contributing financially to our family I really I really struggled with that and I and I and I felt like I lost independence even though Mm. Luke never made me feel like that or I never went with your own feelings yeah yeah and I remember and even now financial contributing financially does give you a sense whether or not the other person in your relationship dynamic is enforcing this or not Mm individually it gives you a sense of like contribution independence a seat at the table like just the like money does represent feelings and emotions and dynamics it does whether or not someone else is enforcing it to you that's like you felt that Mm. it's hard so all in all you can't have it all you can't have it all (laughs) or I always think you can have it all but you can't have time. it all at the same time. Yeah. Something's got to give at some points. And well, some... Every, yeah, all cylinders can't be firing at no. 100%. You can't no. be a stay-at-home mum and working full-time, obviously. No. If, you, if you're wanting to dedicate yourself to your career, other things are going to have to give for a little bit, and mm. that's okay. Yeah, you just that's have to okay. prioritise what's important to you and also what's important to your family or whatever your situation may be. And it, that will change. It's not always going to be the same. One year it might no. be one thing, the next year it might be something else. Yeah, like the, the, when I went back to work after having Sloan, my priority was working full-time, obviously, but being there for her. Mm. And this time it's a little bit of a different um, goal going mm. in, back to work. This time I, I want to go back and because I feel like I've just – been at home for three years, as I've mentioned, working from home for so long. I want to go back and I want to be a full-fledged member of working at my company again. And I want to try and get a promotion and I want to just really upskill in my career. Mm. And so how I'm doing that 
is totally different to how I went back to work last time. I'm going to the office three days a week. I'm going to have to do a bit of international travel. I might have to do longer hours because that's what I'm prioritizing this time. And I Mm. have a partner who is helping support that. Yeah. You know, and while in, and previously I was helping support him in going for building his his career. Yes, exactly. Lily goes Mm. go global. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) It's actually been really, this has been a really nice chat. Yeah, just me and you. Yeah, and I feel like it's nice to get your experience and perspective and I actually think that speaking with you so much about work and life and and mothering as a, and being a working mother has actually opened my eyes up to some different perspectives and has actually like before I became a mother I always said I won't I won't go back to work full time. But now I actually feel like that's the right like I'm leaning more towards that's the right path for me to be working more so that I can give Posey the life that we want to give her. So it's actually been really nice getting your perspective on and seeing that you can do it. Like, of course, it's hard and you have hard days and you have hard weeks, but you you, you do it. Well, it's hard whether you're working three days or five days. Yeah, it's hard. No matter what. But you just well, make you I'd rather be working five work. and getting more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. And, and being more comfortable, be able to pay my bills. And, yeah. and I feel like my... You know, to meet my kids are balanced, loved. They spend so much time with us. It's really hard on Dan and I, like mm. a lot of the time, like trying to balance it all. But I feel like it has been the best thing for our family for us to be both working full time mm. and seeing my kids just be thriving in that environment makes it all the more easier because I think prior to going back to work five days a week you know for the second time I was thinking god am I making the right decision I don't know and maybe I won't know yeah you never do you'll never know I'll never know but also like I've just got to make this decision and and lay in it but all that to say like I'm glad that you're well I'm not glad but if if having this conversation with me is making you feel more comfortable about going back five days a week and thinking that that's a good decision for you mm. and that you that Posey's going to be fine like yeah. I'm glad that that's resonating for yeah you. and I also just want to say like we've obviously talked like we're both coming from perspectives of, of mothers who work but if you're listening to this and you're a stay-at-home mom or your partner's a stay-at-home dad or, or partner mm. whatever that situation may be there is no right or wrong and no it's just yeah, what it's all individual yeah, yeah and whatever works for you and for your family and having just come off of being on maternity leave for a year and having both my kids at home multiple days of the week because we pulled back on daycare, mm. honest to God, my full-time job five days a week is way easier. Yeah. It's a holiday. Parenting. Going to work is it's a, a holiday. holiday. <laughs> All I have to think about is what I'm having for lunch and the meetings I'm going to and mm. I can drink my coffee in peace. There's way the more that you have to think peace. about having your kids yeah. at home. So honestly, hats off to stay-at-home mums. Like you guys are fucking superheroes in my eyes. We're yeah. all superheroes, but you guys are amazing and you deserve a you deserve a huge Chanel Christmas present. Yes. And a holiday, a honestly. Bag. We all do, but yeah, honestly, but whatever especially you want, you. you should be bloody getting it. <laughs> Santa. <laughs> Read something really big for working mums. Like I just, yeah, it's just it's and a stay lot. at home mums. This, you said what I was supposed mums, to say. Oh, but sorry. Really, what you're saying is bring something stay, big for the stay at home. Bring mums. something big for the stay at home mums, yeah. please. And Absolutely. all the mums, really. We all deserve something, but yes, yeah. yeah, stay at home. And just mums, parents, full stop. Really, give us yeah. just a big holiday. I just want. 
I just want one sleep in. Mm, just till like eight. Not even like that late. I just mm. want till eight and I just I just want to hear nothing when I open my eyes in the morning. I just want to hear the birds chirping. That's mm. it. No. Mommy. <laughs> oh, bring it on. I'm going away this week for two nights. Oh my god. I'm going to the car. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Well, by the time this episode comes out, I will have lived it. So I'm sure I'll have told the story of my two 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 days of sleep in. Well, we'll be talking about it on the Monday yeah. before this yeah, episode yeah, yeah. goes so out. Stay tuned. Oh, I can't wait to hear. I cannot wait to hear all yeah. about it because I'm live, going to live vicariously yeah. through you till yeah. then. I know you will. All right. Okay, well, we'll wrap we'll, it up and we're we'll going to say see you next, next week. week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Suddenly 30. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at suddenly30pod to stay up to date with behind the scenes, what we've been up to and future episodes. We'll We'll see see you you next week. week.